Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Diesel Power Products Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything between owning, operating, or building a diesel pickup. We post new episodes every Wednesday. Those of you who are tuning in, welcome. Thank you. This is... Uh, the Diesel Power Podcast, Diesel Power Products Podcast. Yes, sir. Um, make sure to check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. As always, if you leave a review, screenshot it, ka-ching, send it to ben at dieselpowerproducts.com. We will send you a shirt. Yes. Kelly, I did get your, your review that you sent in, and you're local. So next time you come in, I got a shirt with a name on it, because I'm not shipping you a shirt because you, you live here. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, today we are talking about picking your junk. Yes. A wise man once told me, you can pick your junk and you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your friend's junk. No-go zone. It's a no-go zone. It's a no-go zone. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Anyhow, so picking your junk. Uh, and when we say junk, we yeah. don't necessarily mean junk. We obviously don't think the trucks are junk, but what we've kind of come to find out with like listing all these issues that you might come that you might come into contact with when you get one of these trucks so that's why we call them pick your junk because every single one of them has some sort of issue or something that is you know that you might have to fix at mm -hmm. one point so we're going to kind of go over all of them and uh you decide which one is the junk you want it's true every truck kind of has their quirks um no no truck is perfect no matter how perfect you think it is but uh some of the some of them take a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. Some of them require some more here and some less there. And I think towards the end, you might kind of see what the, yeah. what the ah, 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 combination <laughs> might be. Yeah, what, what's the pick your poison? Pick your pick poison. Your poison. There's, yeah, so let's start with GM. Let's get into GM stuff. So if you're watching this and you have a GM truck, this is pretty much going to apply. You could pretty much break GM trucks into pretty much two categories, like pre-LML. And LML. Uh -huh. We're not going to worry about yeah. L5P stuff right now because there's not really a whole lot of parts out for them yet. Right. I know, I know there is some. Don't get me wrong, but there's not a ton of parts out like other trucks. Yeah. 
Um, and a lot of that has to do, and we found after we made this list, GM stuff tends to like not have a whole lot of really big issues. I mean, you got your, your lift pump. Lift pump, a lot of, you know, don't have a lift pump. So if you're trying to add power, that's something that you got to address in, right away. Um, steering stuff, that's probably the most common issue, I would say, on, mm -hmm. on Duramaxes. Um, you know, tie rods, you know, you get the, you always see the, the guy at the drag strip or a sled pole with his tires just going yeah. crazy down <laughs> the there. Chevy shuffle. The Chevy the, shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got, you know, some steering things to, to kind of look for. Um, you know, pivot brackets, pitman arms, steering shafts, the idler arms, tie rods. So if you get, you know, any one of those, any Duramax really from, mm -hmm. oh, you know, 01, 01 and up, you want to maybe address the, the, the tie rods. I mean, whether it be putting some tie rod sleeves on to add some strength, or like we've got some great components from like PPE, they do their stage three forged tie rods, which mm -hmm. are, they're, they're honestly not that bad, badly priced. No. I mean, for some tie rods and they're extremely strong. Um, so a lot of guys uh, will just go that route. Uh, same thing with the, like the, the pivot bracket, pitman arm, and that kind of stuff. PPE, again, has some great products for that. <clears throat> um, it's kind of, but it is one of those things, if you do one, you kind of got to do it all. That's true, um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it's not too, they're not too terribly bad. No, in the big scheme of things, a couple of front end parts, a lift pump, it's not really that bad. Yeah, as far as the trucks, like as far as steering issues, I would say GM probably has like the easiest ones to deal with because I mean, we'll get into Rams here in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, you do always find like, and this is, this is all assuming we're just doing the basics, yeah. like intake, tuner, exhaust, maybe a leveling kit. Yeah. Like this is kind of the stuff that the broad spectrum of people will do to their trucks. We're not yeah. talking about people doing coilover conversions or replacing the bottom right. end to yeah. get, because <laughs> they're trying to make four yeah. digits. This is all like your basic run of the mill type stuff. Yeah. So GM, great pl platform to start with. Yeah. I mean, as you, you know, other kind of knick-knacky things, gauge clusters. Um, I'd say, I'd say probably the biggest is probably overheating as far as with the radiators. Mm -hmm. I know they'll, they'll get plugged over over you know amount of time, especially some of these older trucks are getting some miles on them. Mm -hmm. we, we run into some overheating issues on, on, on some of the years, so that's something you may want to may want to look into getting a little bit better uh, a little bit better uh, radiator for. And a lot um, of times it's not even a fault of the cooling system. It's just because no. these trucks have so many freaking miles on them <laughs> yeah. that the radiator has is caked. Yeah. You get in there with a hose or a little light pressure washer, and all of a sudden you just dropped everything by 15, yeah. 20 degrees, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, Turbo-wise, I mean, they're pretty good. I wouldn't necessarily say they have, like, a common turbo failure, not no. like in comparison to, like, a 6.7 Cummins or something like that. So no. In, in all, I would I would I would kind of be I would kind of say that GM is probably one of the easier ones to deal with, especially if you're keeping it relatively stock. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, if you're not doing the drag racing sled pulling, the, the tie rods doing like the sleeves, or even doing I mean, we would always obviously recommend doing the stage three tie rod upgrade. But if you're not doing those type of tasks, then you know it's not as important. Mm -hmm. I, you know, so I would say I would say Duramaxes are probably one of the more I don't know. I think the only thing that sticks out to me that you would have to, like if I was in the market for a truck, is LB7 injectors and lines. Yeah, oh, and yeah, that's, that's probably, that. yeah. That's, that's probably the big, I, I don't, I, did we even write that down? I, <laughs> I just thought of it a minute ago, I don't yeah. even know what you're going to make on a list. Yeah. Um, see, even we mess up. Yeah. Um, but that's probably the only thing that I would say, like, yeah. okay, you know, all right, my budget dictates I got to get LB7. I know that I'm going to have to do injectors and lines. Yeah. That's just the, you know, and lift pump. But All these other. It's really not a bad thing to do, anyways. Especially if you're buying, if like you're looking at buying an LB7 now, yeah. you're, it's going to have miles on it. And it's it, old. And it's, and it's getting older. So I mean, that may be something that you would want to do, anyways. So, right. um, so yeah, that would. I think that kind of wraps up the Duramaxes for the most part. For the most part, yeah. Issues. 
It's, I mean, intake tuner exhaust, you're probably not going to be shooting your transmission through the floor or anything like that. It's got an Allison on there. As long yeah. as you're being smart with it, you should be fine. Yeah. Um, so moving on, you want to do Ford or Ram? Oh, should we rock, paper, scissors? Because you're Ford and I, I, like, I usually do Rams. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, they, well, uh, one, two. Right. What? Okay. One, one, two, two. two. Oh. I did scissors again. All right. <laughs> ah. 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 All right. Ford it is. All right. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Ford stuff. Okay. So you can, the, oh, man, okay. So we split it up as far as like 736064 and 6.7. We're not going to worry about 73 IDI. Yeah. We're not going to worry about 690 IDI. Now we're sticking with like basically what we consider the common era diesel, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, 7.3, you've got your, you know, basically you have that split up between your OBS and your new body style, so your, you know, 90s Ford versus your early 2000s yep. Ford. Um, the 90s Fords, honestly, I mean, they, they don't come intercooled. That's not really a huge issue. If you're not it's, planning to make a ton of power, yeah. you can do that, it's just fine. Uh, E4 ODs, yeah. maybe a torque converter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing too crazy there. Nothing too crazy. But, I mean, push drives are good, bottom ends good. Chassis is good. You got yeah. great axles under suspension. You. I mean, suspension. You can't freaking leaf springs. I mean, you got, yeah, you can't break a leaf. They've really, literally yeah. had that since like, the yeah, beginning of freaking time. Yeah. So. The the only thing I, I did hate about my OBS is it, you know you have the, the TTV front end on a 250, which yeah. love it or hate it, it does get the job done. Uh, but it was a TTB with leaf springs, and the leaf springs were backwards. Yeah. So the shackles were in the front. So every time you're going over a bump, it's, it's like, like yeah. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Anyhow, um, even then, but a solid truck. You find those trucks all day with tons of miles on them. Yeah, and, and some people are probably sitting back going, oh, what about the high pressure oil pumps? What about the injectors? Okay, I, I would say on those earlier power strokes, mm -hmm. even, all the way up to 03, 7.3s, I wouldn't say that it's like, how many, how many, how many 7.3s do you see that are completely bone stock, that have like 300,000 miles on them, that have not changed their high pressure oil pump, not changed their injectors? It's true. A they, ton may, of them. they may have lost a half a step or two. Yeah. And, you know, you're not winning any races, but it'll never die. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if, for the guys out there saying, oh, you got to do that. You gotta, okay. Yeah. We understand you got to do that when you start adding power. But when we're talking in kind of somewhat stock form, I would mm -hmm. say there's th that it's a pretty rock solid system. Yeah. I mean, for the most part. I mean, it's loud, it's clanky, yeah. it's not super fast, but it'll never die. Yeah. If you keep it, you know, you don't push the envelope on it, it'll treat you fine. Yeah. Uh, I always refer back to like your, your buddy Mark's truck. Yeah. 400 plus thousand mile truck towed every day of its life. Yep. Stock injectors, stock pumps, stock everything. Yeah. Yeah. We, he just recently ended up, well, in a, I don't even think it was the injectors that were leaking. It was his cups that he had to replace. So it was, yeah, that, tr that, that truck's kind of a freak of nature. I mean, it's been, it, that truck towed literally from the day it was taken off of a, a lot. It, um, I believe he told me it towed RVs up, up back and forth to Alaska. Yeah. So. Real easy miles. Yeah, real easy miles. <laughs> so, so 7.3, uh, uh, old body style, so OBS and 99 to 03 stuff, mm -hmm. pretty rock solid platform. Pretty rock solid. I mean, the, you, obviously we said you're not going to make a ton of power. Transmission, maybe you might need to look into a part here and there, but nothing yeah. too crazy. Chassis-wise, you're solid. Front-end-wise, yeah. you're solid. Interior-wise, you're solid. Yeah. It's a, a very good running platform. Now we move then, on. <laughs> then you get the 6.0 and 6.4. And just, yeah, everything just went all downhill. Yeah, 6.0. .0. The good thing is they, I mean, chassis-wise, it basically stayed the same as a Super D 7.3, yep. except 0.5, they switched to a leaf sprung. Yep. Um, so you're still good chassis-wise. Well, they switched to oh, a coil spring. Coil spring. Yeah. yeah, coil front end. So coil and radius arm front end. So you're still good chassis-wise, good axles, uh, good frame, uh, good suspension. Um, and then you have the 5R in there. Not bad. Not bad still. transmission. It actually works really still well. Still doing good. Still Way doing to go well. Forward. And then, and then you got the six zero. Yeah. 
Okay, where does the list end yeah. with a 6.0? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and we know once you fix them, they, they're a good running engine. They truly are. I mean, I, I've got buddies that have, you know, quote-unquote bulletproof 6.0s, mm -hmm. so they've gone through and fixed all the issues. They run like a top. Yeah, I, I dare you to get in a tuned 6.0, even with stock injection. And not have a smile on your face. And not have a smile yeah, on your face. Seriously. It just it wraps out yeah. to like almost five grand. Yeah. And it just, it's it just like, sounds violent, too. It just, yeah, they're just so yeah. angry. Yeah. Like, so, but we all know the issues with them. Head bolts, oil coolers, EGR coolers, injectors, turbos. Exhaust manifolds. Exhaust manifolds, so. Pretty much everything and, with the engine. And, and these are all things that can fail without you doing anything to the vehicle. Yeah. I mean, you could, I mean, you could literally have a bone stock truck and go out and tow or whatever, and you could have any one of those items fail. And it was, you know, I don't know. I'm sure Ford probably, that's, I'm sure that's a dark time in Ford's, uh, yeah. Ford's history that they don't want to look at. It was anymore. like Tuesdays and trucks built on Tuesdays and Thursdays went well. Yeah. Six O's, <laughs> it, it, it's like, there's the guys that, when they were bone stock and they worked the crap out of them every day of its life. It's got yeah. a million miles on it, never an issue. And then there's the guy who, tried to work it and on day one Just looked at it wrong everything. and the engine blew up everything yeah. and everything went wrong <laughs> so that being said six o's i will say this though that being said i will take a six o over six four i think i would too the week. i think i would too i would too and the cool thing when you have a, a truck that has like all these common problems just right out of the gate you can pick them up for really cheap. That, that is <laughs> like true. Really like, cheap. Anytime someone calls in, so, like, hey, I just popped my first D, so I got to scream the deal on it. Like, ah, you got 6 0. 6 0 power stroke. So, yeah. I mean, there's some good and bads to that. If you're wanting a project truck that you want to kind of play with and, and, and get relatively cheap, and the cool thing is, the, the Super Duty, like interior wise, they're nice. They're awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're leaps and bounds ahead of like an O. If you take an O5 power stroke and an O5 Cummins, I would take the power stroke interior any day of the week. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. mean, they're just uh, they're they're just leaps and bounds ahead of Ram. Uh, yeah. when it, when, you know, when, uh, with those generations. But I mean, the, now they're like pretty a, even, but but back at, you know the the you know, well like 99 to pretty much well 20 12, well I would say 2012 on, on some of the Rams. I just yeah. think they kind of feel a little cheap. Um, but great trucks, other, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the body. <laughs> yeah. So six fours, you have injection pump issues. Yeah. You have pistons Crack. cracking. And that's you, never one you want on your list. Yeah. I would take a, a, a truck that blows head gaskets and lifts yeah. heads over crack piston yeah. all day. Now they're turbos. They, they call it, they're, some people call them compound. They're a cartridge turbo. So they're, they're, um, they have issues. Um, you know, it, I can see where they were going. When, they, when the 6.4 came out, it was actually pretty impressive. I think they were onto something. They were onto something. And like, they like, oh just my didn't... god, compound turbos, it's already got twins on it. This is awesome! Yeah. And then like tuning, tuning guys, like, oh, 300 horsepower? Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Send it. Beep, bop, boop, yeah. done. <laughs> so, but it's, it's almost like they have a lifespan, like a really short lifespan. Like, yeah. Like too short. Too short, but it's a wild ride. It's wild. Like every, so. <laughs> any dyno event for stock turbo class, if you want to go around and just sweep every dyno event, yeah, get a 6.4. And just tune just the shit tune out of it. Yeah. Like you, you will, 500 plus easy, probably closer yeah. to like 550. Yeah. Maybe even 585. Literally, beep, 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 send 500 plus horsepower. It's, it's not cool. It will blow up. Uh, yeah, it will. And when it blows up, it's going to take everything along with it. Yeah. So... And 6.4, like, whenever someone says, oh, I put a new 6.4 in my truck, like, that's a $20,000 engine. Yeah, yeah, they're not cheap. It's not cheap. So you got to pay to play, but they get the job done. Again, cab-wise, body-wise, awesome. I mean, this is all pre duty stuff, so you steel body if you're into that. 
which I don't even mind the aluminum stuff nowadays. I mean, I can see, I, you know, I haven't wrecked one to see if like, you know, how much it costs to fix it. But yeah. anyways, um, good, you know, interior wise, awesome trucks. I actually, my, my, my favorite interior, went about, well, was my favorite interior until the new ones. Uh, but when they switched to the uh, interior that they had in the six fours, I was like, Those "Oh my nice. god, that's but they, so uh, awesome!" Round gauges, yeah. yeah, nicer dash, cool. heated seats. That's yeah. what uh, when they started coming out with the, the fancy tailgate with the yeah, yep. all that kind of stuff. Yep, love to hate it, but that tailgate yeah. once you lift a truck, it's handy. It's handy, handy, handy. I talked a lot of crap about people at that tailgate. I'm talking about you, AJ. Yeah. <laughs> And I would use one every time <laughs> yeah. once my truck was lifted. <laughs> Seriously. It's so helpful. So six, that, seven. Six, seven. Six, seven. Ford got it right. I really like this engine a lot. Yeah. Like I, and I'm not a Ford guy when it comes to, to diesel trucks. I, I've always been a, a Cummins guy, Ram guy. Mm -hmm. um, I really like the six, seven. I am, I'm a huge fanboy of the six, seven. Yeah. I, uh, hopefully my budget's big enough to where mm -hmm. I don't have to start tinkering with the 6.0 and I can just jump straight into a 6.7. <laughs> straight six, seven. Six, seven. Because they are fantastic. The interiors, the exterior, yeah. the 6R140, great transmission. Yeah, I mean, our, our 17, I love driving that thing. Yeah, oh I, man. I love, and that thing, I mean, emissions intact, easy link tuning. I love, that thing is so much fun to drive. The thing scratches it, 40s. It, it just scratches, seriously. It don't yeah. surprise the heck out of people, and it's quiet. Yeah. And it's super quiet. We drove all the way to Moses Lake. Yeah. Had a nice conversation. Yeah. We weren't yelling at each other. No, it was, it was dead quiet. And we're rolling 40s on that beast. So yeah. I love it. As far as issues, though, uh, the early 6.7s did have some turbo failures. Did have some issues Absolutely. with the turbos, which they did end up addressing, which we, the failure rates went down astronomically after mm -hmm. they addressed that. What was that, in 2013? It was like 13, 14. Um, so that's, that's a, 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 a I, and I would only put that on the, the early 6.7s, really. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, every so often, I had a couple, I think I had one call this morning about a, a 15 truck that had a turbo issue, but I mean, in, all They're in all, I wouldn't, between. exactly, I wouldn't consider it a, a common problem on the later ones. No. So, so like, if you were to buy an earlier, earlier 6.7, just like we were talking about with an LBZ, maybe it's not old, doesn't have any miles on it, but just plan on a turbo happening. Yeah. It just, it's going to make a really badass noise. And just so you guys know, too, yeah, we have some really awesome uh, modified VGT turbos on the website that work with all your factory emissions. If you guys want to upgrade your turbo, check out our website. Yes. Check those turbos out. We have them, I think it's from a 61. 61 to a 66. 66. Yeah. All the way to a 66. Drop in. Drop in. Work with everything on your truck. Uh, as far as emissions-wise, mm -hmm. awesome product. So check, definitely check that out, especially if you buy some of those early ones. And, want, and we even have kits to upgrade your the, to a retrofit to a 15 style later. stock turbo on yeah. your 11 to 14. so we have that stuff available too so we, we've got answers for that yeah and those things they have fuel like you can the yeah. they have enough fuel for definitely for a say, decent emissions amount of power and, yeah for a decent amount of power like, like even not even without lift pump mm -hmm. so i would you know make sure that you address the the turbo on the older style ones um do the disaster prevention kit now they had filtration issues. Um, if the CP4 goes out, it was taking out everything along with it. So yeah. you just want to make sure that it goes back into the filter before it hits your injectors. Uh, other than that, chassis, axles, transmission, awesome. Awesome. body, trans everything. I said transmission twice. Yeah. <laughs> I love me a 6.7. Yeah. I, and really, though, their transmissions are awesome. Yeah. I mean, they really are. As far as, I, I, I think as far as a stock transmission, th that is... I think that will handle the most out of out of any of the other trucks. I mean, 16 RPA's yeah. and you know, and not and, and not <laughs> and not make you feel like you're driving 
a semi. Yeah. You know, like it, it's one thing like, okay, my transmission can handle all, handle all the power in the world, but it shifts like molasses. Yeah. And it takes all the fuel out. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. You can actually take a six, you know, six R140, you can bang on it. Yeah. And it'll keep going. Yeah, absolutely. There's a tranny joke in there, but There's I can't say it on, on podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to email Ben for that one. Yeah. <laughs> so all next. Right. All right, Ram boy. Okay, where do I start? I had a whole page actually dedicated to Rams. So <laughs> we're, gonna start, we're gonna start with the early ones and uh -huh. work our way up. So okay. 89 to 93, awesome truck, awesome engine. Wise, as far as what, what the engine produces and the transmission, I mean, that those together with stock horsepower, mm -hmm. relatively good. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't necessarily say there's like a, a huge issue with the transmissions. And again, we're talking stock power, relatively stock power. I mean, maybe a slight modification. You're usually maybe, pretty good. Maybe fuel pin, governor spring. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, really, the common issue that we see is like steering shafts because mm -hmm. they have the old rag joint steering shafts on them. Uh, we have an upgrade from Borgeson that gets rid of the rag joint. You can get a little universal joint on there. Um, or if you want to go back to the rag joint, that's fine. We got brand new rag joints for them and you can get the updated shaft to kind of work uh, with that all together. Mm -hmm. So that pretty much first-gen stuff. I mean, injection pumps, injectors, I mean, this stuff is mechanical. I mean, they're, they, just, they just go, they're, they, they, they don't die. Yeah. Um, moving up, 94 to 98, 12 valves. Again, engine-wise, rock solid, rock solid stuff. You start getting into some transmission issues, especially when you start turning up the pumps a little bit. Um, so that, if you're gonna build power, that's something you wanna address almost immediately. Mm -hmm. But then we start getting into some other things. So you get, um, uh, so they start getting into steering issues. So ball joints, steering linkage. Uh, and, the, and the downside of these trucks is there's not a lot of aftermarket support for them. Thankfully, no. we've got Synergy suspension. They build an excellent steering kit for these trucks. Awesome steering kit. Mm. And Dynatrack has ball joints for these trucks that are awesome. So uh, those are some things you might want to address. Really cool ball joints. Really cool ball joints. They actually, you they, can adjust the preload on them. And yeah. The rebuildable, rebuildable on the axle. Built steel bodies, yeah. Teflon coated wear points, yeah. military grade. <laughs> There's awesome. your ad for the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then we get up to the 98 and a half to 02. So the 24 valve VP44 trucks. Mm -hmm. First issue, VP44, <laughs> what I just mentioned. They, 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 uh, you know, I'm not, they suck. They they're, suck. They're a little temperamental. They're very temperamental. They're I mean, sensitive. You, you, you yeah. blow on them, you get a little air in that line, you're, you're done. Um, so engine-wise, you've got, you've got injection pump. Then you've got uh, grounding issues. I know they had some wire grounding, grounding issues. That's why you have the um, noise apps isolator for like a throttle position. So if you're driving, you get like a, almost like it's hunting for a gear kind of a thing. It's mm -hmm. more likely it's a ground issue uh, that can be easily addressed. And then going back to suspension, same issues with the earlier stuff. So ball joints, tie rods, that kind of stuff. The downside to the later model, so 99 and up, there's no aftermarket support for ball joints. Yeah, the 99 to 02, or is it, is it yeah, 2000 to 02? To no, it, no, 2000 to 02, yeah. yes. So, so 2000, 01, and 02, it's kind of like the bastard year for the front end of that, or for that front axle. It, it sucks. And it sucks. We, and we do have steering kits for them, so that, that can at least be addressed. And we have all the other um, suspension and steering components for them. But yeah, ball joints, that's the only, that's the only cruddy part with that, those trucks. And it's funny, because we're, we're talking, I, as far as body styles go, the second generation Ram body style, is, you guys may laugh, but I think it's one, of my, it's one of my favorite body styles, especially when you, you know, level them, lift them, and put yeah. some bigger, you know, like, I love a, a second gen on They've 37s the, with low lift. The fenders. And they just look the mean. Look mean. And, yeah. I mean, I just love the look. I mean, interiors are something to, you know, obviously they have dash issues, um, like terrible <laughs> yeah. dash issues. Do you remember that video? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
just, he just smashes Dash as he's driving. I mean, they just fall apart. I don't know what kind of plastic they use, but it is terrible. It's uh, so there's Dash issues with him. Um, you know, that, that, that kind of irons the issues on that track bar. Uh, terrible track bar design. Yeah. Uh, guys retrofit it to like a 03 and up style where it's a dual conversion eyelet. Conversion bracket. You got to do the conversion bracket. But once you, I mean, once you address all those things, and the cool thing too is if you're looking, if you're looking to buy like that generation of truck, you're more than likely going to find a truck that has already all this stuff done, mm -hmm. uh, possibly. <laughs> maybe maybe it, not the front end stuff. And luckily, it might be at only two hundred ninety-five thousand miles, <laughs> yeah. which means you'll be able to get it for a steal of twenty-eight yeah. grand. Yeah. So, so moving on from that, and keep in mind too, the headlights on these trucks all suck. Yeah. Uh, they're terrible headlights. So, um, 03 and up. Steering. <laughs> I feel like a broken record here. Yeah. Uh, ball joints, steering leakage, track bars. Even though it's you know a dual eyelet design, it's better design. They're terrible. The mounts for them on the ox on the frame side are just are known to just wallow out. Basically, I mean, yeah. where you, 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 the whole thing starts moving instead of just the the joint inside the track bar. The whole track bar and the bolt starts moving. So sometimes you got to address that. And again, we have steering kits for them, we have ball joints for them, and on those trucks in 03 and up, we can get you into a set of Carly ball joints, which those mm -hmm. are a lifetime warranty ball joint. Awesome, awesome ball joints. They were actually, they were so, those things were so highly anticipated when they came out. Yeah. We, they were, they were, people were going nuts over those. So um, that kind of stuff. Um, as far as engine wise, relatively, I would say relatively reliable. Not, not too many issues there. Seven common rail. Five, nine, yeah, you got, um, Sometimes you'll have issues with pressure relief valve. Um, those are really, really prone to open early, so you get long crank times. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily say they, some, some will say, well, injectors. I'm like, that really only happens over time. Um, yeah. And filtration, I would say filtration is actually a problem on them as far as they don't filter enough. Um, lift pumps, huge issue on, especially, I didn't mention that on the 98 to 02s, but that's a ter those are terrible lift pumps. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason why they wipe out the injection pumps is because the lift pump fails first, wipes out the injection pump. So that's a circle of, yeah. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's funny, I was even when I worked at the dealer, we would have one that would come in literally for a lift pump mm -hmm. and we'd fix it. And then while, like during the process of us fixing that, it would wipe out the injection pump. And they are just so, so fragile. Yeah. Um, Transmission-wise, 48RE, not known for handling really anything. I mean, honestly, I think it was a terrible idea for a transmission, even from a factory. They just, yeah. don't, they just don't hold the power. Um, so that's something you may want to look at um, uh, upgrading. And then another thing that we really don't see much of, just because I, I don't even think we sell this part just mm -hmm. by itself. We only sell rebuild kits. But when I worked at a dealer, there was a ton of like front pinion seals that would start leaking. And I replaced a ton of front pinion mm -hmm. seals. So you might run into that. Super easy to fix. Um, other than that, I would say relative, you know, relatively good. I mean, yeah. If you want five nine Cummins, I mean, you kind of got to you, you, you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have a great engine, your transmissions, eh, suspension, eh, body, eh. engine, <laughs> so, <laughs> perfect, perfect. That's what we like. Yeah. And then going up to the six sevens, um, again, they, Ram didn't really address the steering until you know midway through thirteen. It usually takes about a decade to figure yeah. stuff out. So so. 03 came around, they're like, front end, we'll see how this plays out. Yeah. 2013, all right, guys, let's fix the front end. <laughs> yeah. so, so they finally kind of addressed it. It's kind of more of like a Ford-style front end mm -hmm. where they're doing radius arms. Uh, in the way they tell us, you'll see the, the shock outside the coil, so you got radius arms. And they've kind of got more of like a crossover-style steering, I would say, or a, 
We've got four style. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that <clears throat> um, there's issues there, and then six, seven turbo issues. Those eight, the HE three fifty one VEs are so prone to failure. Mm -hmm. It's not even funny. That, and honestly, it, it, the design of them is terrible. I mean, if you look at like Duramaxes, there. I mean, they started putting VGT turbos on what, 04 and a half. Yeah. LOI. And how many of those go bad? I mean, they're, they. Hard, but if you look at the design of the VGT, they're two drastic, diff, drastically different styles. The the HE351VE has this has a sliding cone essentially that is that is changing the the, the size of the exhaust housing. Whereas mm -hmm. like a Duramax is going to have like those individual veins or like a six liter individual, individual veins. veins. Those seem to hold up a lot better than what the yeah. what the HE351VE has. Um, terrible design. Um, you know, if you go with like some of the new ones that we offer, especially the one from like the Breeman from BD that we have, mm -hmm. they have the brand brand new electronics on them that are the newest style, which are definitely less prone to failure. Um, but that is de definitely something you're probably going to have to address on the 6.7. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And I would say that's probably the number one thing that fails on the 6.7 is going to be is, is turbo. And close second? Clutch. Oh, I was going to say 68 <laughs> RFE. Oh, 68 RFE, yeah. that's yeah. A, yeah. Or the manual, the G56, so the dual, dual mass flywheel. Yeah. I mean, you can put a tuner on that truck and waste the clutch in 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so same, same thing there. Um, but, then, but then, you know, 14, 15. Around, yeah, the yeah. Well, the body and the interior on Rams, they, leaps and bounds. They, yeah. they jump. I mean, the in, they I They've love really the interiors of the new Rams. That was a... Uh, was that a 13 Dually that we had, the yeah. Silverback Gorilla that we yeah. had? Yeah, uh, I think it was so awesome. It was limited. <laughs> yeah, I think it was super nice. A yeah. nice, uh, like, uh, was it the like white stitch interior? Yeah. The leather was super nice, yeah. soft and I like stuff. the leather wrap dash. Yeah, I mean, like a brand just, new baseball glove. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah, that truck yeah. was. Yeah, I love the, love the interiors of them. <clears throat> they finally, you know, got around to fix them again. Suspension and steering. Mm -hmm. So newer Rams are relatively reliable. Even with, I mean, turbo-wise, it, it's it's kind of tough because there's not really one thing that I would like say this is this is what you do to make this turbo fail. Mm -hmm. and there's not, you know, it's kind of random. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe I mean obviously idling for long periods of time and that sort of thing will will lower the lifespan because it's all about soot buildup mm -hmm. on these trucks. So, and I think that's where the comb comes an issue too because you have. One ring. This is yeah. not a good image. Yeah. But one, <laughs> good one image. ring trying to move any sort yeah. of soot, soot buildup kicks it yeah. off kilter and then causes the actuator to overstress. Whereas when mm -hmm. you have little tiny veins, they can apply. You know, it's they don't have one actuator trying to move a whole cone. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of little tiny with well, a unison ring. Trying, yeah. Yeah. It, that probably didn't make any sense to you guys, but I'm picturing it in my head right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. works perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So so Rams. I mean, you know, I'm a Cummins guy. I mean, if I were to buy a new truck. I'd actually probably be really hard pressed between a Ram and a, and a Power Stroke. I might, I might, you know, dive into the Power Stroke. I go so I go back and forth on that too, and this can be like sort of that next topic there, and then we're going to talk about the you know the unicorn. Yeah. Um, but I, I go back and forth that too. I, I don't know if I would get a brand new GM. I know I talk about it a lot, uh, yeah. but oh, we don't, the interiors on the GMs. They are. They they nailed it. If you want something luxurious <laughs> and rides really nice, you're going to go the GM hands down, no matter oh. what. Um, but as far as like a solid axle pickup, one that I know that I'm going to really work to the bone, I, man, I love, and, and I don't even think I would be able to go with the new body style. As much as I love the new body style Fords, yeah. I, I, I would get a 15 or 16 Power Stroke. Yeah. And I would, that would be, I'd die in that truck. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be totally fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a great pickup. Yeah. Probably have, I, and of course I get it loaded because I'm that kind of snob. Yeah. 
and it'd be great. I'd love it. Yeah. Do you know what I like too? Is the power stroke that we have? It is a 17, mm -hmm. but it's leather. It's got the moon, you know, moon roof, sunroof, whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it. It's got like every option. It's got vinyl floors. Yes. Like, they're special order that, that way for that, that is reason. That's pretty awesome. Because I, we, the, our, our trucks get used. Yeah. So, the, and case in point, like when we break stuff, other trucks have to come pick them up. Yeah. Um, and that was a main thing. Like this thing yeah. has, it's literally, it, it's like the step below platinum because you can't actually get a platinum with rubber floor mounted. Yeah. But it's like, it's super loaded, AC seats, heated steering wheel, yeah. cooled steering wheel. Adaptive cooling, cruise control. Adap adaptive cruise control. Uh, it just blows his mind. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that thing's, and now this, I, I only noticed it when I was actually in Canada because mm -hmm. I was driving back because I, I left really early and it was still dark. Mm -hmm. I swear that truck turned its high beams on by itself when there was no trucks or no, nobody passed. It probably did. It, I, I think it did. I'm pretty sure it did. I don't it know. It knows I, everything. I never looked into it if that was an actual feature, but as far as like gadgets and like cool things, like the camera system on those trucks, that's badass. Freaking awesome. Yeah. But one other thing I want to add on the Rams if you want a manual transmission truck, that's your only option. Your only option is RAM. For a new Nobody for a new else truck, does yeah. a manual transmission, which to me is kind of it's kind of crazy because it's like usually guys that are, are getting these diesel trucks that actually use them as a truck, that tow mm -hmm. and that kind of thing, usually want a manual. Yeah. I mean, I, I like towing with a manual. I yeah. like driving a manual, but I do too. Yeah. I mean, so it's just kind of weird driver. that they like just phased out the manual transmission yeah. on all the other. On all if the I was other a hotshot brands. driver, I think I would have gone with a uh, with a manual. That way, yeah. you know, you're probably towing really heavy, probably towing over your supposed to tow. <laughs> you know, and yeah. having that manual really allows you to control that load more, uh, yeah. control how much you know power you're really putting in the wheels. I mean, and what's the worst that can happen? You throw a clutch in it. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if you know how to drive a clutch, you're you're you can literally have a clutch that'll last you two hundred thousand miles. Mm -hmm. So, kind of, I mean, that's some, definitely something to think about if you're looking at new trucks. If you want a manual, you're kind of you're stuck with the Cummins. Yeah. So. Well, that being said, so, unicorn truck. Unicorn truck. So, I think with all the stuff we just talked about here is one certain truck has a lot of good everything but the engine. Yeah, so you got... And one other truck has a lot of good everything. stuff of everything... You got, like, Ford here, yeah. <laughs> Cummins here. You mash them together. And then you got, like... Beautiful, there's your magic. Beautiful truck. You take a 5.9 common rail or a 6.7. I'd, I'd probably take a 5.9. Yeah. You take a 5.9 and you either pair it with like a, a 6R or 5R yeah. or or NV5600 yeah. in a Ford chassis. I'd say coil sprung it up. Yeah. You've got yourself the best truck. And that's why people do Cummins conversions. And that's why Cummins trucks are so that's why friggin' popular. Likes them. And, 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 and it's funny because when we're, we're, we obviously know that's an obvious thing because mm -hmm. that's what everybody always does. But when you put it on paper and you kind of look at it and you're like, oh, well, that makes even more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you get, you get the interior, yeah. you get the, the drivetrain, you get the chassis, yeah. you get everything that goes along with it. And then you have the epicness of a 5.9 common rail. Yeah. You can't beat, can't it. beat it. And then that brings us into basically when you start thinking about this kind of stuff and you start getting these lists going, you start, you know, well, this has this, and this has this, and I don't want that, and I don't want this. And, and then you start basically going in this spiral. <laughs> yeah. Down and down and down and down and down. And if you've ever maybe had too many adult beverages, and you're mm. sitting in a dark room by yourself, and you start getting <laughs> stuck in your own thoughts, you start thinking to yourself, why? Why? Why would yeah. I even have a truck? Yeah. Why would I even buy a diesel pickup? Yeah. Why do I need to have a truck? Why do I live? Yeah. <laughs> that was a big, everything. big jump there. Yeah. But like, you, you, and then you start getting to this point where like, well, I probably shouldn't just buy any truck or any car because 
everything always, you know, everything sucks and then you die. Yeah, every, <laughs> this is why we call this one pick your junk. We're not, yeah. we're not saying that they're junk, there's just junk you're going to have to deal with on every one of these trucks. Yeah. I mean, there truly is. Honestly, if you didn't want to deal with any junk whatsoever, I mean, first gen Ram, but guess what? The price on those things are out of this world right now. I don't know what happened. And they make a killer like 165 horse at the crank. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're not big power. They're big money right now. I, yeah. I, I've looked at like three of them on, on our local Craigslist and it's mm -hmm. like people asking over 10 grand for stuff that's got 300,000 miles on it and then four different colors on it. Yeah, the and, dash and, is trash and you know, it's got three. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify this as a classic yet, so I don't know what's going on there yeah, with that. Not quite there yet, bud. Yeah. But that's, yeah, just don't let that, let you spiral down into the, well, yeah. and, better off just not driving it. And again, a lot of these things too, I mean, if you're, if you're buying a truck and having the, you know, the plan of we're gonna, mod I'm gonna modify this and I'm gonna do some things, I mean, look at some of the stuff that fails on these trucks, and if you're gonna change it anyways, then that's no problem. It's yeah. not an issue, because you are gonna change it anyways, so. Yeah, yeah like if I was gonna be getting a six, seven power stroke, the first thing I would think about changing anyhow is the turbo, and that kind of yeah. works into my plan of why I would wanna get a six, seven anyways. Yep. Just like if I was gonna get a 6.0, I already have my stupid Suburban, yeah. <laughs> which actually runs great now. <laughs> but I have that, so I can actually pull the 6.0 and do a proper build and throw it back in. Yeah. Everything's hunky-dory. You just gotta, you know, having that plan, and, and it, yeah. my wife has to keep me in check with my plans sometimes. Yeah. And and Tyler actually keeps me in check with my plans. Do sometimes. I really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, because we sit there and we, we all bullshit about, like, oh yeah. man, if I should do this. And, and then usually some of the back chimes are like, but don't do that because it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So th that's what happens usually yeah. with my kind of plans. Yeah. <sighs> Anyhow, what's, yeah. what's new with your Suburban? Whew, well. She's left me stranded again, one, one time. Mm. Man, she doesn't like the cold. It's starting to get, I mean, we're starting to get into, you know, into the 20s at night. Mm -hmm. And I, I, did yeah. a, I did a stupid thing where I left it outside, which you would think that anybody would leave a Suburban outside, because what garage does a Suburban fit in? Mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I stuffed that baby in my garage just to, just to fire it up in the mornings. But I, I had an issue with uh, the um, block heater, which mm. I addressed, I fixed. I, but I fixed it after I had a problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I literally drained the batteries one morning to the point where it wouldn't, wouldn't start. So, and she's, she's, she's cold-blooded. She's, <laughs> she's real cold-blooded. Cold I don't think my neighbors like me too much because when I eventually do get fired up, there's like, like four gallons of fuel in the <laughs> air, surrounding air. Like, yeah, don't walk through that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we got that addressed, so I got, I got my block heater all fixed, so that's, that's good. Uh, my glow plugs seem to be working. Um, I, I mean, now that it's in the garage, she starts right up for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, tires. Tires are junk. <laughs> tires are an issue on that. Tires almost killed me. Uh, the first snowfall we had, was that last Friday? Yeah. Was that last Friday? Yeah. It was Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting drive home on a bridge next to a plow truck. That's, I'll let you put the pieces together on that. Tires so, are like 10 years old. So, yeah. So, now our, my new plan is uh, I'm going to stuff some... 35, 12, 50, 15s on my Suburban, no lift. No, no lift. lift. <laughs> no lift. So people are like, oh, you're not going to be able to do that. Watch me. Watch <laughs> me. I'll have a picture for you when I, when, I get her, uh, when I get her all done. But yeah, other than that, I mean, she only left me stranded once. I mean, that's not, it's not I guess that that's bad. Okay. I mean, for a truck, how old is this thing? 24? 
No, it turned 30. 30, this Jesus. Year. Good God. It's terrifying. <laughs> whenever, you, whenever you say no lift, I know you and I talk about it all the time, but no lift. No lift. Uh, um, the other guys. The other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Free hot dogs for everyone. No, 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 drinks. no drinks. No drinks. No drinks. No lift. No lift. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that's going to wrap this one up. Uh, you know, we don't do shout outs very often, but uh, pretty much all of Southern California is on fire right now. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are down there, make sure you stay safe. I know a lot of people are donating water, uh, canned goods, and all that kind of good stuff. Um, I think we're trying to reach out to a couple of folks down there, help people. Um, we have something cool in the works. We're not sure yeah. yet. Anyhow, uh, stay safe down there and make sure to tune in next week. Yeah. Thursday, 3.15. Everything works now. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. For all of your diesel performance needs, be sure to visit us at dieselpowerproducts.com. You want to succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.